0: welcome to the haunted ride hello everyone and welcome to the haunted ride i'm melissa cummins and thank you for joining me today so i hope you guys have your tea and your snacks we have a couple of submissions today going to get to those in a second after we get to some business uh first off this is the first episode of the year 2019 although it's recorded in 2018 we're just going to skip that <laughs> because you guys will hear it in 2019 so woo-hoo! we survived the new year we survived 2018 um i hope that this year is great for everyone Um, I hope that if you make resolutions that you are able to attain them. I'm not a resolution person. I like goals. Now I understand that resolutions and goals sounds like the same thing, but to me it's not. Like to me, I look at resolutions as being like, I'm going to try, but if I don't get it, it's okay. Because I'm a goal person. If I tell myself like, okay, my goal is to do blank, I'm going to do it. Like no matter what, and I'm I'm also a very big, like, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. So if I say it's a goal, like, for sure, in cement, it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it's going to be the best thing in the world. It doesn't mean that it's going to be great. It doesn't mean that, like, you know, it's going to be everything that I ever wanted. But it's going to be – I'm going to do it. Speaking about goals, one of my biggest goals is really um to focus on things that are really important to me. So this podcast is really important to me. Um, You guys have been amazing. And – the feedback, the people I've gotten to know, the conversations that I've had, the people who take the time to submit submissions, which I really fi- need to find a better way to say that because I'm going to trip over it every time that I say it. <laughs> um, just you guys mean so much. The fact that you you take a second to listen to this podcast or to tweet or like or follow or subscribe or listen or download to anything that has to do with this podcast is incredible. And I really want to sort of make this podcast a little bit more um just take it to the next level so in doing that, I have set up a patreon page it is patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash the haunted ride if you guys want to check out some of the things that are there um a lot of the sort of tiers the benefits or more things that are more of a community type feel so shout outs and making a little group that can provide feedback to the podcast and really be integrated into new things and just the future of this podcast future of the site the future of what we're doing the future of advertising like that's really what the patreon page is for is to pay for costs so a better microphone advertising marketing trying to just expand this podcast and make it into something bigger and better. And one of the benefits that I'm really excited about is um, I I sat down (laughs) because I wasn't really sure. Like I didn't really I I didn't set up a Patreon like from the get go or something because I wasn't really sure how many people I would get. And, you know, I've just really started getting a couple submissions like here and there. It's still a lot of me telling my stories, which I'm happy that you guys love, but I still want your story. So, hey, by the way, head over to the site, which looks a little bit different. Things are a little bit more in your face. Like right there, there's a podcast player now where there wasn't before you had to click on each episode. The Patreon link is right there at the bottom. It's, it's cleaner and looks nicer, but um, there is still the send us your story link. So if you've got a ghost story, if you've got a ghost question, if you've got any sort of topic mythology is also going to be part of this podcast now but literally if you've got anything if you've got a topic you want to talk about head over write me because if you look at one of our episodes ghostly relationships that was dedicated to alice who was kind enough to submit in a question and i said hey you know what let's make an episode about it and if you want that to happen with you too put it in there if you have a podcast and you listen to this podcast let me know Let's do some sort of like, you know, spot swap where we can talk about each other's podcasts for half a second. Because one of the things that I learned pretty early on was that people have trouble talking about the supernatural. And if I can help someone get a couple of extra followers to their side, or if I can end up helping someone by someone, you know, shouting my name up for half a second and bringing them over to me. And then all of a sudden, you know, like we're helping more people. Like that's amazing. So yeah, send in your store if you have one, or if there's something you want to talk about, let me know. Obviously subscribe. We're everywhere. So subscribe. Um, my goal is to get that stupid YouTube page current. (laughs) I struggle so hard with that because every time I make a video, I'm just like, but it's a picture. (laughs) And then I have to remind myself, but I'm a podcast and all I'm doing is using this as another platform to show the podcast for anyone who just wants to listen to it on YouTube and not go find us somewhere else. So I have to remind myself of that and be happy with that because typically I'm kind of like, I don't even really know why I do this, but I'm going to get that stupid thing current, but we are everywhere. If you like the show, subscribe, but back to the Patreon. So one of the things that I will be doing is I've talked to you guys about how much I love true crime and how like I've sort of thought about having a true crime episode, but I didn't do it because this is like a haunted podcast, you know, it's about supernatural and paranormal and I want it to be about those topics. So I, when I was making the Patreon, cause I was like, I don't really know what to put on here. I don't, I don't know if I really have anything that people are really going to feel like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I've got to have this. I just was really nervous and insecure about it. But one of the things I saw someone do was, like, they're a haunted podcast too, and they're like, hey, you know we're going to do some true crime episodes inside, and you guys are a tear, I was like, oh my god, that is, like, the best of both worlds. <laughs> if you guys love this podcast, and you guys would like to hear me talk about true crime, and I just haven't done it because I'm like, hey, we focus on, like, the after part, not the what led up to it, here we go, right there. So, if you want a true crime episode, you've got to head over to Patreon, you've got to you know donate that tier it's it's written on there what it is you can listen to the podcast from there you can download it from there and then you'll also be able to get to those episodes get to give us help us just to grow get feedback for advertisements things that you guys want to see and you guys would love to have like a coupon code for it because believe me like I appreciate coupon codes 150% like i'm going to tell you right now my cell phone provider does coupon codes And I have saved myself. I will not shop somewhere to make sure that I can get that coupon code. So then when I shop, I save myself some money. Really, like, you know, I I understand that some people may not be able to do it. And if you can't, that's totally okay. But if you can and you'd like to and you're interested, like, head on over. And I would really appreciate it. It would mean a lot. And it'll really help this podcast continue to grow in the future. Now that we've covered that, I don't think I have anything else. (laughs) So, uh, let's just jump into the podcast. The first submission is from Joseph, uh, and the subject is foggy day, disembodied footsteps my brother and I heard as teenagers, which I have never heard of that word before. It makes sense, <laughs> but I always thought of it as like preteens, which I thought preteens was like, I mean, I suppose like nine, I always looked at it as like I was a preteen and I felt like important because I, I've made it FR. From like 10 to 12. But um, on to the actual story. So it says, around 1979 to 1980, my brother and I, which were 9 years old and 10 years old respectively, were out playing in the coldest sack of our family's neighborhood in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, Chiswick area. I hope I said that right. It was in the spring season, if I remember correctly. It was pretty foggy out, one of those thick gray fogs that you can only get during springtime or early summer. We couldn't see about seven yards in front of us due to the fog, but we heard a scraping sound coming towards us, like someone dragging their feet, yet we saw no one. We didn't wait to see who or what it was. We we ran straight into our house. By my 30s, I really started thinking of this event. I've even written a sci-fi ebook partially based on the event called There's No Place Like Zone, which, love the title by the way. Uh, sorry I don't have any pics of this event, Happened approximately 38 years ago. No way to really retro-investigate this event. I classify this in the unknown category or results. Thank you, Joseph. All right, Joseph. So to begin with, um, can I just praise you and your brother for doing the smart thing that no one ever seems to do in horror movies and running inside the second you heard that noise? You didn't investigate. You weren't like, hey, let's go. You didn't dare each other you're smart, you ran inside, you uh, you took care of business, you're good to go. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> um, I will say, here in Florida, we get fog. And sometimes people say it's dense. I, I don't know, my, my eyes work at weird times. I, I wear glasses. So let me preface this. So like at night, eyes are awesome. Like I've got good nocturnal eyes. Um, in, air, in times where things should be cloudy, I have good eyesight because I typically forget to clean my glasses. And uh, I've gotten better at that as an adult. But as a teenager, I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I was like, why is it cloudy outside? And it's not cloudy. It's just my glasses. But um, so I'm I'm good with seeing through things like that. But last year, we had what was the densest fog we've ever had. And I was driving through it. And it was so strange for me because if a car went into it, I couldn't see them. Like, I didn't see you anymore. If you were next to me and we were going into it together, like, your headlights, thank God I could see you. Of course, there's people who never used their headlights, so that was crazy and creepy. And obviously, they don't value their life. But it was extremely dense. Like, we had signs up and everything. And, I mean, normally when people say suns so, I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. But this time, like, it really was. I was concerned. Um, and it was very eerie. So to begin with, like, having, like, that fog thing going on, that's extremely eerie. I'm curious about the someone dragging their feet thing and the scraping sound. Like that's that's creepy. Like that is just a that's a big old nope. <laughs> um, I do know, and I'll just share this with you guys real quick. So a couple months ago, um, I I live in a city that is very, it's a very small city. And we we are not even at a hundred thousand people. But it's very into landscape and um, beautification and um, just preservation of the natural area. That means that my whole house is surrounded by forest. There is a lake kind of down in this clearing of the woods. There's a, a small little mulch path down there. There's trees all in front of my house, There's trees behind my house, the trees aside. Now, I mean, I have neighbors. Like, we have a normal street. Like, there's nothing you know, odd about that. It's there. And I have lived here now for a little over two years, two and a half years. And, um, last, so this would be 2018. I want to say maybe in early fall in the middle of the fucking night. (laughs) I hear whistling. I hear it clear as day. Um, I hear it outside of the house, but it almost feels like someone is standing, right? Like if I was to get up and look out that door, there would be, and it was clearly a man's voice, and in my head, I just pictured like a tall man whistling, and it creeps me the fuck out. (laughs) So, and that's not the first time I've heard it. I heard it in early fall, and then I've heard it again about um, a month ago. And it was this, like, clear fucking melody of whistling in the middle of the night. There was no fog. It was just literally, like, 1 or 2, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was also, like, like in my mind, you know, I freaked out. So in my mind, I'm sitting here and I'm like, first off, who the fuck is outside at 2 o'clock in the morning whistling? Second off, like, if I hear this whistle, why is my dog not freaking the fuck out? Because my dog freaks out. Like, she she's a guard dog. She will bark and she will go on the fucking attack to like you know guard this whole house so why would she not you know like why would she not do that that's weird and it it was like once i woke up and i listened to it for about a minute then it ended and the same thing happened around the same time and i was like hmm that's great guess who's never going out there to investigate that me (laughs) No, I will be staying in my house in the safety of the house with my dog who can't hear the noise for some God awkward reason. Um, But I can can only imagine what the scraping sound sounded like. So I'm so happy that you guys didn't investigate that. I'm happy that you guys were safe. Um, I also find it interesting that it sort of sounds like, I mean, if that was your cul-de-sac in your family's neighborhood and you were out there pretty frequently, I would assume that you know, even after this experience, you were out there quite often, and you never heard the sound again, that's kind of weird. Because I mean, you kind of like you recognize certain sounds in your neighborhood, like you recognize the lawnmower, you recognize a bike trail, you make, you recognize a car, you recognize a motorcycle, you recognize somebody working on their yard or something like that. And I'm trying to think about like, if someone was unless someone was taking like, um, like a, like a crowbar, maybe, or something and dragging it across the street and it hit like a couple rocks. Maybe it would make that noise that at least, as far as the noise that I'm thinking, like you guys are talking about, but the fact that someone would do that would be creepy too. So, so no matter what, it's a creepy event. Um, and thank you so much for, for writing it in because you mentioned your sci-fi ebook. I'll just say it one more time. There's no place like zone. So, um, if you guys are interested by the title, because I think the title's cool, it's apparently on Smashwords.com and Inknit.com. Heading into our next submission, which is from Alice again. Thank you, Alice. And this is about expanding one site. So the message is: Hey, yeah, me again. Hi. I was curious if you have any advice for someone aspiring to open their senses as supernatural. I was not raised in a very spiritual family but it always stuck out to me, which made me the odd one out in my family, but I have no relatives to really talk to about it. I have never had any personal experiences that stick out in my memory. However, I want to create such memories for myself. I'm sure that I'm not the only one who would benefit from some guidance from someone as knowledgeable as you. Thank you, Alice, and thank you for writing. So before I get into things that maybe you could do to help, I want to preface this by saying one particular thing. When you open yourself up to the, spirit na- the supernatural, you can't close yourself back off again. Like, even people who say that they can close themselves off again, even myself, who I close myself off to the majority of the supernatural, all it really did was, like, sort of dull down my own senses. It's not that, like, it, like, cut me off from the supernatural world or that ghosts couldn't see me anymore because they could. They could, like, if I walk into a- an area, it was like I never did anything to begin with. It was still there. So you can dim it down, but once you open that door, you can't completely close it. So I want to preface this part of the episode with that, because you need to make sure that's really something that you want. You have to understand that the supernatural is both good and bad. Up to this episode, we've talked a lot about my personal experiences in the haunted house, and you've heard both good and bad, mostly bad. That situation was an exception to, I think, the general rule, where I will say that I think that most spirits are fine. I don't think that, I mean, that's why they're called spirits. I think most of them are fine. But you also have to understand that there are not just spirits that are out there. There's spirits, there's demons, there's, if you want to call them angelic beings, angelic beings. But the opposite of what you would call a demon or a demonic entity or an extremely negative, powerful entity. You know, there's both sides of that coin. You have to be ready for all of those because they're they're always going to be there. But I will say, I think the general sort of synopsis of why we become closed off to the supernatural is that as a kid, you know, we had all these ideas. We believed in fairies and dragons and unicorns. We believed in horses that could fly, pegasuses. We we believed in spirits. We believed in imaginary friends. We believed in everything. And as you grow up and you get older, you're told, don't believe in those things anymore. And that's the biggest thing that closes most people off is that they don't believe anymore. So you have to believe in like, it's like, the biggest way to open yourself back up to the supernatural to begin to is to believe in it. So if that means you got to go back to believing in witches and magic is real and fairies and whatever else, believe it. It sounds ridiculous and there's tons of other ways to do it. In doing each of those things, that's essentially what you're doing. You're reopening yourself up to the belief and that belief makes the light of your spiritual self brighter brighter and then attracts more things to you. So I've got a ton of different ways to do it. Of course, I did a little bit of research just to make sure that I could think of everything and try to get as much as I could information wise, if that's really what you would like to do or anyone would like to do. I would say one of the biggest things is meditation. You know, There are tons of apps. My personal one shout out to them, is a headspace. So I know how to meditate. I've always known how to meditate. I mean, meditation is basically just like clearing your mind out. And in doing that, it allows you to be more open to the universe and to energies around you, which is why you want to meditate. So meditation really just begins as deep breathing. And then as your mind tries to go into thought as it typically would, like, oh hey, I've gotta get my car done. I've gotta do this. I've gotta make sure I do this for work. I've gotta whatever. You and you say, okay mind. I understand that these are things I need to do. But right now we're going to take a vacation and we're going to quiet those needs and relax now. So every time the the biggest thing and um this is why I like to use headspace if I'm out somewhere, if I'm home, I just meditate in silence. But if I'm out somewhere and I need to meditate or relax for a couple minutes, I'll use headspace. And one of the greatest things that it teaches you is that every time you have that thought, it's okay. But I think they use the analogy, like look at cars, like I think of cars passing by. Each thought is a car passing by. You don't grab onto it, you just let it go. And so every time you have a thought, You say, okay, you, you recall back to your breath and back to your breathing and back to your body and how it's feeling. Um, Yoga is also really great. I wouldn't say that yoga is great in opening you up. I would say that yoga is great in helping you with deep breathing and sort of feeling it in your body and being more in tune to yourself. And that is also really important if you're trying to reopen yourself up because, if you're not in tune to your own energy, you're not going to notice the biggest differences and subtle and even subtle changes in the energy around you. Example, Um, I i am, you know, and we only use titles because I think it's the most widely accepted way to explain it, but I know that I'm psychic, I know that I'm a medium, and I know that I'm an empath. So I, I've got it from every corner <laughs> that I possibly can. And that's fine, but I also like to, I'm both creative and logical, so I like to rationalize things. For instance, I um, was listening to a podcast, and I found myself getting more into the podcast and more into the podcast, not just because it was great, but in my mind, that girl had something. And when you're sensitive in any way, you find sensitive people very easily almost like a dog's nose like you know a dog can find things um it's like that it's like you can sniff out the sensitivity levels in people when they're a little higher even if they just have potential so I could feel the potential in those moments but I also felt like she'd also reached that and then I got to this one particular episode and I realized oh okay yeah she's got it like now now it's like obvious it's there but I didn't know the woman so mentally I was just kind of like all right cool. Noted. File it away. We'll see what happens. Or um, I had thought someone was going to message me about a particular topic. I hadn't texted with the person in quite some time. And that wasn't the last topic that we had spoken of, but they did text me that day and they did text me about that topic. And that's more of a psychic thing. So I bring that up because it's about I I know when something calls to me or when something is trying to show itself to me or say something to me, I know how I feel. I know if I get chills. I know if I feel a certain way. I know if I feel lightheaded. I know if I do this. I know if this thought, if, if my mind is like on something and then random, randomly I think this thought, that's what's going to happen. It's not like a, hey, like I think in most people, people would just go, this is like a, hey, you know, all right. So my mind just veered off track for a second. That's weird. And then they completely ignore it, and then if it does happen, they're like, "Oh, it's a coincidence And if you're going to open yourself up to to this the supernatural, you need to know yourself so you can know if it is a coincidence or if it's not, I truly don't believe in coincidences. But I do think that sometimes we have to call them that in order to help ourselves deal with it because we can't we can't just like believe like, oh, okay, well like." Hey, for half a second there, I had a psychic occurrence because I'm not psychic. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's also, it's also like you have to become comfortable with those terms. You have to be comfortable with, okay, well, hey, you know what? If I thought this person was going to call today and let's say I have, even if I say that I talk to them every day, if you said they were going to call by three o'clock, they call you by three o'clock. Okay. Yeah. That's a coincidence. That's a, that's a, you expected it and it happened. But that's also like, what what made you think by three o'clock? Like, if they call you at any time during the day, what made you think by that time? I I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I mean. Like, you have to set yourself up to be able to be comfortable with those thoughts, and the only way for you to do that is to kind of get to know yourself and make sure that you understand your energy and when something impacts your energy, like what it feels like and what it, and what and how it works for you, and then. That'll help you understand it and see it in other situations. So meditation, deep breathing. um, Also, energy healers are great. Um, I've met one before. I don't think that she particularly knew what she was doing. So you got to make sure that you find someone who knows what they're doing. But even just like sitting down and being a part of like ritualistic cleansings, like not a cleansing of a haunted house or a haunted space or anything like that. But, like, let's say, like, find a holiday that's a spiritual holiday and seeing your community, somebody practices, like, you know, ceremonies on the day. Sometimes just being a part of, like, a cleansing. And, again, I'm, I'm using this word as, like, cleansing of your energy, of your zone, of, like, being thankful to whatever, you know, spiritual thing it is that they're thankful for those are okay. Not a cleansing of a haunted house, not a cleansing of a haunted person, not a cleansing of a negative person, not a cleansing of any of that shit. Like a cleansing uh, and and a more of a welcoming of good energy and good intentions to yourself or good in that space or celebrating that space spiritually. Those are great. Um, but again, you have to, so, so all of these are kind of going to be a little careful, which is also part of why I said, you know, you've got to make sure that you're willing to, deal with both the good and the bad of the supernatural paranormal world because sometimes people don't know what they're doing. So by the way, you're not gonna find seances, Ouija boards, or any of that shit on this list. <laughs> like I believe that those things work. It's not that I don't believe in them. I strongly believe in every single one of them. I've seen them work. I've seen seances work. Never a Ouija board, we don't do Ouija boards in this family. But I've seen seances work. The thing is like again, you have like the leader has to know what they're doing. If you have someone who doesn't know what they're doing, You are at risk for hurting yourself. So that is why I keep trying to be as blunt as I can, that you have to be careful, which is why I would prefer, I would think the best ways to do it for your own self is just reopening, retrusting, re-believing in magic in this world and the paranormal and the supernatural in this world, truly believing those things, meditation, deep breathing, even maybe yoga, astral projection, those things. And even astral projection can be, can be dangerous because you have to know where to go and where not to go. If you meet your spirit guide, you have to make sure that is your spirit guide, which means you can't just trust them randomly. You need to trust your intuition. And I also believe being intuitive is part of being sensitive. So trust that. You know, if you've got a strong intuition, I think in my personal opinion, you're on your way already because you didn't shut that part down of you. So listen to it and it will help guide you to your further self. Sometimes it's just, like, opening yourself up to more paranormal experiences. So, listening to paranormal podcasts sometimes helps. Like, exposure, basically. Reading paranormal books. uh, Going to the library, getting paranormal books. Watching paranormal movies. There are certain movies that people say that once they watch it, shit happens in their house. Don't pick those. If you're going to pick a movie, Google it. Make sure nobody's had any haunted shit happen in their house. And... Don't have that happen in your house. Please do that for yourself. You could also see a psychic, a medium, do tarot card, palm, tea leaf readings, things of that nature. One that you could actually do for yourself is just if you're someone who doesn't typically remember your dreams, get in the habit of when you wake up in the morning, writing down how you feel. Writing down what any thoughts come to you and writing down how you feel. If you do remember your dreams, write down your dreams. The reason why is because at night our subconscious is more awake and alive than we are. So it's, it is our guiding force at the time, not us. And you may kind of find out that, hey, you know, you have this reoccurring dream all the time, do some dream meetings. But uh, there's tons of books out there and things like that. And the reason why I bring this up is because I would say that part of dealing with the supernatural and dealing with the paranormal is also being a little bit more in tune with your subconscious. Because they say that our subconscious, they, they say that the brain and is constantly interpreting and gathering information. So when you meet someone in the first seven seconds, according to science, you are able to figure out, basically see all these things, your mind processes them, and then you decide if you like someone or not. So that's what they call intuition, is that your brain observing things for about seven seconds, and then that's how you then it is interpreted to you that your intuition says that you either like or you dislike this person. I don't believe that, but I bring that up because if you think about that and you expand it a little bit from a science standpoint to spiritual standpoint, it would make sense that if you analyze your conscious, that would be a little bit more um, in depth into your intuition. So that might help you just see like, what state are you putting yourself in? And it's also about like, Observation. So, you know, it goes back to the observation of yourself and also observation of other people, which is really important. People show you who they are and how they are with their actions and also with how they feel energetically. So, if you sort of take time, step back a second, and observe people, I'm sure that you'll be able to notice tiny little things that you didn't notice before, little ticks and things like that. Normally, people who are really good at reading those, they call them mentalists. But at the end of the day, what's to say that you can't notice and observe those things and eventually train yourself to observe the energies around that, those people? That in, right there will also help to expand your openness to the supernatural and paranormal world. Basically, just kind of to go through things again. Meditate, deep breathing, um, energy healers, something you have to be careful about. Um, even going to occultist shops, uh, things like that. You can go, I mean, most of the time those are fine. They're pretty, they're not only pretty like upfront about making sure that they like cleanse out certain energies, but they'll have crystals, things like that. You can always try to use a crystal. But as I, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, you have to have, if you, you can't just go to a shop and pick out a crystal because of what it does. It has to connect with you. If you don't have one that connects with you, getting the crystal is kind of going to be a waste of your money, to be honest with you. So just uh, if you find one that connects with you, you know, uh, it might help you help guide you in in a better place. Really just believing in things like that, you know, believing that a crystal can help guide your life. I know it sounds nuts, but these are all things that people believe in and they believe in them because they're of their spiritual practices. If you're doing spiritual practices you're opening yourself up more to spiritual occurrences which will then open you up to paranormal occurrences. So technically that should ex- help expand what's going on in your life. You know, you can you can visit haunted locations. I don't I don't really recommend that. It is a thing though. I mean, if you listen to people's stories, I would say that doing paranormal podcasts or um things like that, I think that would be a the better way to to bring more paranormal occurrences into your life. As far as listening or or, um uh exploring would go. I I I really don't recommend going on haunted locations unless you know what you're doing or you're you're willing to accept what happens. Because you never know something might decide to attach itself to you. Especially if it knows that you're trying to open yourself up and you believe it. Like it's spirits aren't stupid they were, they were alive. They were people too. They still have thoughts. They still know things and the way that they work is completely different. So if, if you're opening yourself up or you're trying to, a spirit can see that and they'll know. So it's kind of like, all right, well, that's what you wanted. That's what you got. So go see a psychic or a medium or, you know, get a tarot card palm, tea leaf readings. I don't really see too much harm in most of that, Um, sometimes that even helps open you up. There's certain festivals. I was just talking about this with um, people on Twitter and someone mentioned the burning man festival. Now you're not going to catch me fucking dead in a a desert where it gets hot because I don't like heat. I know I live in Florida. That's a completely different conversation, but I hate heat. So desert hot, not going to work for me. Now the cold, perfect. Um, but they do have like meditation and spiritual things and temples and I know there's like areas on the planet where they say that there are good energies, um, good vortexes and bad vortexes. Like there, I think there's one in Sedona, I want to say. So like if you can, if you're near there or you want to travel there for a vacation or, or freaking go to New Orleans, like there are cities that are very big into the spiritual sense. And so like those are probably going to be like good places for you to go. I mean, you can still kind of risk the factor of having, like, something attach itself to you. But the point is, um, because they're so spiritually welcoming, if you're going there, it's probably going to help affect your door and and affect your light and help you shine just a little bit brighter. So I I hope some of that helps. I know a little bit of it was rambling, but it's mostly just because I want you to be careful um, with what you're asking for and also be mindful of that too. And I don't want anyone to hurt themselves based on this uh information. And, um, but I hope that helps. Just, just kind of go back to the basics. Just go back to believing that these things happen, believing in magic and the paranormal and spirits and ghosts and, you know, meditate, get to know yourself, observe yourself, observe others, observe energy, and eventually it'll open. Some people need a harder push though. Some people do need to like the hey i gotta go somewhere like to a haunt on a haunted ride or a haunted uh location or something like that or to like a quote-unquote haunted city or to somewhere where they do um war reenactments or something like that and they go and they their door gets open like the second you have a paranormal experience your door's open and it i i personally believe it stays open so i hope that helps but i hope that you guys have an amazing day I hope you liked the episode. Again, send me your ghost story, please. Or your topic. I think I, I think I talked about the fact that I do mytholo- um, mythological episodes and then never got back around to it. But, um, yeah, so, uh, Alice actually, uh, emailed me and she told me that she would love to hear a myth, uh, mythological episode. I know there's tons of podcasts out there who do mythology and true crime, but everybody has a different take on stuff. So, you know, that's, why we do podcasts and why we have so many people and also uh, something important for you guys to know if you ever want to do anything and I think this is actually a great time to do it and a great time to talk about like happy thought don't give up like if you have something you want to do it doesn't matter who's doing it it's not you you know you can every person on this earth brings something different to the table we're all our our each and own person so if you have something that you want to do fucking do it man you've got that Like, do do your shit. Do what makes you happy. That's all you can do because if you don't, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. You're you're going to sit there and do the what if factor, And what if is just bullshit. Like, don't do this to yourself. So, you know, if you want to do something, do it. Like, and that includes with this, you want to open yourself up to the supernatural. I just want to make sure that everybody is careful and cautious and does things the right way and doesn't hurt themselves. That's what's most important to me. But yeah, you know, I hope this has been a good start for you guys for this week. Um, it's been a good start to your year. I hope it continues. I hope that you guys have a great one. You know, subscribe, send the story, visit Patreon if you can and you're able to. If you're interested in a true crime episode, definitely visit it because that's the only way I'm going to do it. I'm not going to, I don't think it makes any sense to do a true crime episode or a whole host of episodes on this podcast and confuse people like that's like my biggest concern i don't want that at the the base of this this is about ghosts it's supernatural paranormal experiences it's supposed to be yours it's a little bit of mine now we're gonna add some mythology in there because i mean yeah spiritual creatures i want that to be that that's also part of the paranormal and part of supernatural it should also be accepted so and that's also part of my whole if you haven't experienced any experience throw it at me You know, that's what, that's what I'm here for. But, um, last but not least, you know, our, our fantastic saying, and the first time I get to say it this year, uh, don't let the ghost get ya. Bye.